So we're very lucky today to have uh, Dr. John Ashley from NVIDIA with us, who's going to speak about some of the exciting stuff that NVIDIA is up to. NVIDIA is a personal favorite of mine. At rebellionresearch.com, we have covered them uh, intensely for a number of years. They are really a group of some of the smartest engineers I've come across. There are a few companies like NVIDIA, Palo Alto Networks, uh, is, uh, is another of just extremely bright engineers who are ahead of most of the pack. Um, you know, they have a saying, be smarter, be first, or cheat. And I think with NVIDIA, uh, they are smarter and are consistently first. Dr. Ashley is a renowned electrical engineer, and I'm very, very lucky to have him with us today to teach the Rebellion readers about NVIDIA. So thank you so much, Dr. Ashley. Thanks for having me. Um, <clears throat> so the joy of these uh, these things, right? We have a pretty open agenda. So I thought maybe uh, I'll start with sort of what's new uh, in NVIDIA, and then maybe we'll dive into something like, you know, one of the specific areas like natural language processing. There's a lot of exciting stuff happening there. Yeah, no, my, my view is love NLP. NLP is a major topic in rebellion research. And myself, I'm actually doing a number of research projects uh, with both Cornell and Fordham on NLP. So it's, it's, it's a major, uh, in fact, a number of the top hedge funds have told me recently that NLP is the top skill they want for hiring. And uh, so that's just something interesting to note. <laughs> that, that explains why it's so hard to hire people in that field now. <laughs> um, so one of the things that, that you can do if you really want to see everything that NVIDIA is doing, um, we recently had the digital keynote for our developer conference. Uh, our CEO hosted that from his kitchen. Um, and that has everything from the networking side to the self-driving cars, to the graphics, to the gaming, to the new uh, new generation of, of chip architectures. Um, I'm gonna zoom in on some of that because it took our CEO, who's a lot more eloquent than I am, uh, almost two hours to cover it all. Mm -hmm. So in the, the innovation space, that's gonna relate to the NLP story we're gonna tell. One of the big things that we've, we've done is we've produced a new generation of hardware. Um, we tend to come out with a new generation of hardware every 18 to 24 months. Um, our Volta generation, the prior generation, uh, came out about three years ago. Um, so this has been a relatively long gap. We think that the Ampere generation, the A100 chip, mm -hmm. uh, is worth the wait. Um, we put a lot of exciting AI content in there, a lot of acceleration, a lot of operability features that are going to make that a great chip, both on the training and the inference side. And we'll a lot of people don't realize that with that NVIDIA's technology and expertise, so, so many of the breakthroughs that have happened in self-driving uh, technology you know, would not be available. Uh, you know, the, the amount of intelligence you guys have been able to combine you know, with video technology is really just mind breaking. And myself as a gamer, you know, what you guys have been able to offer to the market recently is really in terms of variety and latency, I, I don't think that there's a, a par. Um, <laughs> you know, the product, that's one of the reasons I'm a big uh, believer in the video. You guys really produce products that would, you know, make Steve Jobs want to buy you guys out. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, the, the, the innovation, I mean, it's not just at the chip level, right? Oh, no. Even our prior generation chip that is your on a variety of benchmarks, it was software, it was frameworks, it was working with partners, working with the ecosystem. Um, 
from the beginning of when we launched Volta to the uh, just prior to the launch of Ampere, um, on a lot of benchmarks, the performance of the same chip doubled just because of software updates and improved software techniques. Um, we actually have more software engineers than hardware engineers at NVIDIA. And, and our research teams, you know, research hardware, they research software, they research applications. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that we're doing with all this new horsepower that we've been, been building and deploying is we're also spending a lot of time on natural language and not just document Q&A, not just text, but also ASR, automatic speech recognition, and on TTS, text-to-speech. So we actually can do that entire pipeline and using some other software called TensorRT that we've developed and you can download for free. Um, we can actually take a sort of state-of-the-art speech model, right, text-to-speech, combine it with state-of-the-art ASR and a state-of-the-art language model like a BERT for question answering or something mm -hmm. um, and actually get that round trip Right, spoken question in, converted to text, fed through the language module, fed through the Q&A, turned the answers turned back into speech and sent out in under 300 milliseconds. Yes, that, this is what Watson pretended to do. You know, I, I have a lot of friends at IBM, a lot of close friends, and you know, it's a great company, of course. But one of the issues that I've had with IBM over the last 20 years was when they did the Watson Jeopardy and their questions were, were pre-fed. And so it wasn't a real honest system in that it wasn't taking in Alex Trebek's questions on the same time frame as the other contestants. And so I always felt there was something disingenuous about that. But uh, obviously with your system, uh, you know, it's completely done on your own. There's no, you know, uh, cheat or help. Um, that's one of the reasons why NVIDIA is a leader of the pack. The technology in speech, right, and, and in, in the deep learning space for NLP um, has really taken some big advances in the last few years. Yeah. Um, and so I think we have technologies available now that, that they just couldn't dream of back then. Um, but, but we're seeing that then, right? We can do this in real time. We can interact. We can have interactive speech and response doing actual hard stuff in the interim. We can do things like um, using a package we've, we've got in early access right now. You can find it on our developer site um, called Jarvis. We can do things like integrate video with that. Mm -hmm. So we can integrate a camera with the microphone so we can tell which person is talking. So if it was transcribing us, not only could it potentially tell our voices apart in the ASR module, the speech module, um, the camera could also tell which of us was talking. Or if we were sitting side by side, it could tell who's talking and maintain the context that way. Um, so it could have a conversation with me and a separate conversation with you, for instance, um, without the single microphone getting confused. Yeah. So I've those technologies... So something that I've got to interrupt you because something that's really blown me away is the inroads that I've learned that NVIDIA has made in financial services so quickly, the amount of, you know, uh, product that's become available for hedge fund and mutual fund is really um, mm -hmm. something that I, I, you know, I'd love for you to, to speak up quickly. Sure. So uh, like all overnight successes, um, you know, we've been working in this space for about a decade now. 
<laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, it's, it's great to finally um, look like we're as ubiquitous as maybe we have been uh, or have been trying to be. Uh, yeah, we're, we're used really across the space, right? Everywhere from analytics, right? Sort of a traditional HPC computing kind of analytics, mm -hmm. um, trade analytics, right? We, we aren't necessarily the kind of low jitter device that you want in the trade path of a high frequency trade. Um, but we can provide a lot of intelligence to that path very quickly on a huge swath of the market um, from a compute perspective. So we're sitting there, uh, the moment you start talking AI algo development, we're there with accelerated C++, accelerated Python, and of course, TensorFlow, PyTorch, whatever your AI framework of choice is. Um, so we're seeing you know, a lot of traction in all of those spaces as a development platform. And then if you flip out to maybe like the alt data world, mm -hmm. um, obviously deep learning is the, the way you do image analytics now. Yes. It's exactly. also really the way you do speech analytics. And we found, right, obviously one of the rules of Alpha Club is you don't talk about Alpha Club. Um, so, Internally, I can talk about this use case though. We have for our GeForce Now gaming platform, uh, a co customer comments. We get a stream of commentary coming back from, from people. And we analyze that with both a commercial sentiment analysis package and our own that we've trained in the domain of gamer comments. Mm -hmm. And it's not interesting when they agree on the sentiment of a comment. There's nothing there, right? There's no, no meat there. Where it's interesting is when they start to disagree. When we get a different signal from the model we know we've trained on the domain to the, the normal sentiment model. And if you think about that in the trading context, if I'm watching a newsfeed and you're watching a newsfeed, we can both buy the same sentiment package from pick your vendor. Yep. All of the major okay. cloud providers and, and, and system software providers will give you one. But if I've got my own model and it says, hey, they mislabeled this, right? If I believe that, now I have a piece of information that other people don't have. And so that's, a, you know, I think all data is, a, is overused. It's, it's heavily commoditized in some areas. But I think there's opportunities to take those streams and do more unique, deeper analysis and pull information out of them that other people aren't going to get. They may have the data, but they don't have the information because they haven't done the extra work to become, to build a system that's got domain expertise. And for those who don't know, deep learning was actually first proven in the public uh, space by Professor Naga from Stanford, who fed his uh, deep learning algorithm 4 million pictures of cats so <laughs> that it would learn how to pick cats without ever knowing how to pick cats on his own. And, and by the way, Preston goes, uh, one of the, I, I met him at a Bloomberg conference last fall. I went up to him, I said, you're one of my idols and he couldn't have been kinder. And that was really just a pleasure to meet one of your idols and have him be as nice as he would have hoped he'd be. But um, we did a, a review of GeForce now um, and we absolutely loved him. My, my father is a spinal surgeon, very critical. And he said, Alex, the piece read like you were being paid by NVIDIA. I said, dad, you know, it was done by two gamers and they're very excited about what it offers. And so, you know, that's, you know, uh, often our reviews of NVIDIA products have been quite glowing. Uh, so, you know, I'm always very excited to hear 
uh, what you guys are, are doing. Um, your next chip comes out, you said, in six months? Um, it is available now in the DGX A100 platform. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a, a custom, uh, custom built server that we've uh, developed. It's ultra optimized for AI uh, training and inference and really for deployment, not just at the server level, but the whole data center level. Um, these new models, if you look at, at a, a really good language model, BERT or larger, yeah. right? The newer ones, XLNet, Roberta, what have you. Um, they can take, even on a, a cluster of systems, um, they can take days or hours to train, depending on exactly what you're trying to get them to do and how much data you're feeding into them. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's not just enough to have a fast card or a fast server. Um, these days, you also need to be able to build a fast cluster. Mm -hmm. So, well you know, the data center is becoming the unit of compute. Yeah, no, I mean, what pushes Facebook and Google ahead in the AI war is really the data. Uh, data is becoming the new oil. And, you know, I, I hate that term because it's so overused, but, you know, mm -hmm. it is true. And, you know, what NVIDIA offers is the ability to bring intelligence to your research and uh, fantastic intelligence that's, you know, really hard to find. Um, how old is NVIDIA actually? Um, the actual the company, when was it uh, first founded? Uh, in the 90s. Oh, really? Wow. We had our 25 year anniversary not long ago. Wow, only 25 years old. Um, it's it's uh, uh, really impressive. And so, you know, uh, Dr. Ashley, I, I would love to ask what advice you have for the 24-year-old electrical engineer who is dying to break his way into technology. What <laughs> do you recommend that he or she study? Um, well, do, do what I say, not what I did. Um, so definitely make sure you get a good solid basic foundation in math. Mm -hmm. um, I have probably as weak a math as you can get away with without dropping out of it, uh, an electrical engineering degree. Highly recommend more math. Um, think broadly, find something outside of just your specialty and learn that too. Um, that, especially now as we move into this, this era of data and data-driven business, the ability to relate multiple things, to tell those stories, to to pull in insights from some other field, um, it, it's so critical. And so I think, you know, focusing too much on one thing all at once, you have to build a certain level of expertise and a foundation, but definitely make sure you do something that makes, keeps you broad, that keeps you, you stretched in other directions because that's gonna give you those skills. I've got to ask, so my students have had, a, you know, found Nvidia to be one of the hardest places to get uh, jobs over the last decade. And, you know, if you could give advice as to what could help, you know, my readers and students set themselves apart from the average NVIDIA applicant, you know, what, what is your firm looking for? Um, if they have a ba uh, an actual exposure to parallel programming and some AI, that's um, used to be all it would take. Now, I think that's becoming more and more common. Yeah. I think now, you know, we're looking for people that have a mix of the technical skills, the communication skills, and maybe some real experience somewhere. 
um, whether that is um, you know synthetic experience from Kaggle or uh, even better maybe an internship and some real real projects out uh, with industry or through a uh, a lot of places have classes that do uh, an industry project those the ability to tell a story related to something like that about what you did during an interview can make all the difference. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Ashley. This was a lot of fun. Uh, you were a great guest. I hope you'll talk with me again in the future. Uh, anytime. Anytime you have a product launch, I would love to talk with you about anything. I am a, I am a NVIDIA nerd, um, uh, self-professed. Uh, that's part of why Rebellion Research has had such a high exposure to NVIDIA articles uh, over the last few years. But uh, anyway, Dr. Ashley, thank you again. And it was an absolute pleasure. I look forward to talking soon. Thank you.